show from a heavy metal perspective. From Danzig to death, to Dark Throne to Dr. Shrinker. Buckle up, things are about to get heavy. This is the Metal Podcast. Let's rock and roll. And welcome to another episode of the Metal Podcast. And Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good morning, afternoon, or evening, I am AC, and joined as always, the immortal, the legendary, the unkillable, and the most jolly green giant, DJ, how are you? I'm uh, fantastic, thank you for that introduction. Uh, you know, like I always say, you only die twice, so... You know, but immortality is uh, the goal here, I guess. Well, they they tried they tried to keep you down with whatever kind of malady you had last week. What? Uh, yeah, you feeling better though? You feeling good? Yeah, the last, the last couple episodes, I've been uh, feeling about as good as someone who's been uh, in like a POW camp or something. <laughs> but you know oh, what? I'm wonderful. doing all right. I'm uh, yeah, which is wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> How are you? Uh, you having a good? Uh, christmas eve yep and that's it is at the time of recording it is christmas eve the the work does not stop at the metal podcast and and we we work to to give you the best that we possibly can and that includes giving you a show on christmas so yeah yeah. uh, a little better than the mailman not just uh, rain or snow but uh, holiday weekday weekend Whatever. We're, we'll, we're, we're we'll, there. We'll invent a new day to bring you <laughs> entertainment, okay? Yes. yes. We are we this is how dedicated we are to all of our listeners. And uh we we haven't been doing this for the last few episodes just cuz guests came on and you, things got out of hand, whatever, it doesn't matter because it, it's all it's all there regardless. But we have a Patreon. We are on Patreon, patreon.com slash the metal podcast. And a lot of the stuff that we're going to put on there so far, we just have one episode and it, it is an episode that will not ever be released to the public. So the only way to, to hear it would be on Patreon. We'll put other stuff uh, in the future. We're going to, we're going to work to, to do more non episode related content probably blog posts there will be updates on on guests uh, uh any kind of schedule changes it's all going to be on there and it also just helps us out if if you could if you could uh find it in your heart in this holiday season to, to come on by and, and and drop uh five 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 dollars a month we will put really more. Good. Yeah, well, yeah, we we've been good. Come on, we <laughs> we love you guys. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we 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 are going to put more stuff up. So right now we just have the one episode, but there there's been less reason to to put it all out there, just because we we only have so so many regular things to to work on in our our day-to-day life but the more people subscribe to the patreon the more time we can put aside in our day-to-day to 
put more content out for you. And then the episode we have is it's about a guest that we were going to have on and we were ready to go. We, we did all this hand holding for him. <laughs> we did everything we could to accommodate him, make sure that he was, he, he was as comfortable as possible, you know, what, whatever. And, uh, we made one minor request and he didn't just back out, but he rudely backed out the, everything oh, really? is yes. Yes. Uh, to, to put it very <laughs> lightly, it no, no, I'm not. Oh, oh no, I'm not. Gi- I'm not giving it away, but the, the episode is it's, uh, it, it is, it will always be relevant. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not like we're talking about a current event and you decide six months later, you're going to subscribe to the Patreon and like, oh, there's, they're talking about this. I don't care about that. No, no, no. It's, it's actually something that will, it'll, it'll be good. It'll be good for a while. Yeah. So yeah, don't worry about, don't worry about thinking, oh, geez, I, I subscribe now. I've missed it. No, no, no. The, and the episodes that we're going to put up on the Patreon, we're not going to put current event stuff like this hot new artist. We're going to give you our, give you our, our, our red hot takes on them. It's on Patreon. And then now it's irrelevant even a month later with some of these people. So I, I think it, it is a good episode. It, it it's, it's very funny and we are going to start working on having a, a second episode out each week, but it's, they're probably going to be episodes that are going to go up on the Patreon and we're going to put more stuff there in general. But yeah, patreon.com slash the metal podcast. We, we, and if you don't want to throw in five bucks a month, we, you know, we might set up a, either like a, a give, send, go or, um, or buy me a coffee. If you want to just, just throw us a, like a, a dollar or two, cause you think that we're funny or cool or, you know, you feel bad for us because <laughs> we're, we're begging for money we'll on, on Christmas we'll Eve. It. Yeah. Yes. There is no low we won't stoop to for your money. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so that yeah, that that that's that's what I got. So what about you DJ? What what's up? So, I actually uh, before we get into the thick of things today, I actually uh I did what may seem as a little unrelated <laughs> research and I I wanted uh give a little, I guess, a heads up that we're going to be talking a little bit about some acronyms today, but, uh, I felt it's important to address or rather add something, uh, really important to what you had mentioned, AC, uh, a few episodes back, I believe it was episode 35 (laughs) where you coined the term whore hop. (laughs) Ah, yes. Yeah. So I have something to add. Um, and, uh, in my thought about these whore hoppers and, uh, and I uh, have something nicely that connects. And now, are you aware of this term called uh, R&R? If you are referring to rest and relaxation, then yes. Yes. I actually looked up this term, and it, it's military slang for rest and recuperation, oh, recuperation, also rest and relaxation, rest and recreation, or rest and rehabilitation. Uh, Makes sense. A, it, it's an abbreviation used for the free time of a soldier or international UN staff serving in unaccompanied, no family duty stations. 
And don't really want to bore you with this too much, but I will bore you a little more. Uh, the U.S. Morale, Welfare, and Recreation Network provides leisure, uh, leisure services for U.S. military personnel. And then, uh, you know, you, you read a little more about the, the history of it. Did you get into uh, prost- prostitution? Oh. Has been, <laughs> prostitution has long been part of soldiers' R&R activity. It has been condoned by civilian populations in peacetime and wartime since early history, although some see it as a problem due to human trafficking concerns. Well, I wonder why. So Japan, after the unconditional surrender to the United States at the end of the Second World War in 1945, and South Korea during the 1950s, saw the effective institution of camp towns around the U.S. bases where brothels were allowed to operate unfettered. So why am I bringing this up? This, this, this Great R&R, question! Huh? <laughs> I promise it's not, not unrelated, right? Well, so... I ended up, uh, you know, obviously finding out th- this stuff, but um, I-, I was kind of DJ. Why are you uh, Why are you looking into prostitutes? Because, <laughs> uh, well, the, these whore hoppers, as you as you may, uh, well, think of them as you will, but uh, and these other top forty pop artists, I, I don't think they actually uh, do any of this R and R. You know, it doesn't seem to do them justice. So I've coined a term in response to your whore hop term. I'm calling it DRNR. And any idea what what I might be thinking here? Because I think this is really this DRNR is uh, part of their culture and lifestyle, and it has been for a while. Oh, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, well, DRNR is just your everyday drugging, robbing, and raping. Ah, oh, ah, oh. yes. Yeah, that's 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 my term. And now the drugging always goes first. General rule of thumb, you know, you can't rob and rape before the drugging. Just ask, you know, Chris Brown or, or Bill Cosby, you know, any of those guys. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Well, but, I but, I know, will ask them. Let's see if we can get them on. Yeah, because because now the thing is the R's can be irreplaceable. You could do the you do the drugging first, and then the robbing and raping is interchangeable. But generally, I, I believe you know. You drug, rob, and rape. So that that's uh, you know, it's dealer's choice, as you may say. Of course, <laughs> but <yeah. laughs> they are always up for a little DRNR. So I, I thought that was a nice little little spin before we get into the thick of things. But I, I have I've been sitting on this term for a while and, and waiting for the appropriate time. <laughs> so I, I believe this little acronym episode might might do us some good. But uh, your your thoughts on on my new term. The DRNR. Now, when you when you first brought that up, I was thinking about um, Cardi B doing the <laughs> the drugging and the robbing. Like that's where yeah. I thought you were going, and I was like, was Cardi B raping men? Is that what was happening? But then you were talking about the general, you know, yeah, drugging, yeah. robbing, and raping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I I I think. Um, I think uh, you are not off base with this. I think a lot of these people are um, monsters. Like ge- genuinely, I, I do. I think they are like me too. Like I, I think they are some kind of like devil or demon that is just just running around tormenting people. And and dummies out there are 
they they're under the impression that they're there to entertain them and then you have even like another side of of dummies that are saying like well it's it's all about the money these days <laughs> well it's all about the money and well it's it was like um what Aben Eubanks was talking about last week where Master of Puppets got so big by being featured on uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Yeah. Stranger Things, the show uh, which uh, was inspired by, uh, or many elements of it was inspired by the West Memphis Three. Of course, check out our episode with mm-hmm. uh, William Ramsey on that. But uh, you can you can make whatever you want. You can make whatever you want successful. Like that, that, that's, that's how it works. It's not all about the money. You just put something there. And again, another thing Aben Eubanks was talking about, it's like, you hear a song, you're like, oh, this song sucks. And then, uh, you hear it a hundred times and you're like, ah, I kind of like this song. It's pretty good. So yeah, you just, you just put these, these people in front of, of people and then you you just you can have whatever whatever you want be popular so these these people these the you know, whore hop yeah <laughs> as as i as i enjoy calling them uh you just just play their music uh, over and over and then eventually people say oh yeah this is good stuff and uh, people don't even realize that it's just been earwormed into them. It, it isn't good. It's not interesting. It's just, it, it, it's through repetition. It's just become part of everyone's everyday life. So, so to speak, it's, it's all, it's all just so, it's so obvious. I guess is the best way to put it. And so many people are, are oblivious to this because it's not all about the money. It never was. It's all about the culture. It's, it's mm-hmm. about convincing people what is normal, what is right. Like you, you have literal prostitutes on, on TV talking about all the horrible things that they do. Like Cardi B, it, she, she, it's not like I'm calling her a whore because I think she is one or, or whatever. She is genuinely a, a, like a prostitute and a stripper. Like she sold her body for sex. And can, can you find the demographics for her audience? I mean, well, I mean, can you look I'm it up? Go. Can you, can you look it up? I could, but I have a, a separate note in, in regards to Cardi B because Obviously, she came out with the WAP song, and this week, I'm just scrolling on social media, and I see Meg the Stallion uh, posing for a picture with uh, Michelle Obama. So, yeah, uh, that, that, that's that's part of your your demographic, I guess. But well, uh, well, well, here, Michelle Obama was the first lady. So this is a person. Eight years. Sure. Yeah. For eight years, she was, she, she was the first lady. So Meg, the stallion is next to her. So that means Meg, the stallion is important. Mm-hmm. And so now you, you hear the, this, this whore talking about horse stuff next to the president. So that means horse stuff 
is is popular. This has nothing to do with like what I don't understand how anyone could think this has anything to do with money. <laughs> I I really I really I do not understand. It's it's just no. it's it's so it's so odd to me. Like like no, how do, how does control. Yeah, how does how does your brain come down to all about money? And I'll tell you why cuz they're stupid. Like you like you really you have to at this point you are just stupid if you think it, it's all about money. Like Kevin Eubank said it. He's like, well, look how popular they made it. Like, yeah, they can make anything popular. Who's they? Uh, well, the, the people behind the marketing, people in the music business, they know that could have been any song that, that could have been a madhouse by anthrax. It would have had the exact same effect. I promise you, but they went with master of puppets because it, it is, it, it's a recognizable song. It's, 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 uh, it's all, it, it does, it does get a little annoying to me after a while that like, we have to keep treading this water, but I do like talking about Cardi B and just, and just how, how terrible she is. Like the, the music is not good. It's not like you hear this and it's like, it's like the first time I heard the Beatles. <laughs> yes. I'm looking now. Um. Uh, from ages 25 to 34, 43% of people listen to Cardi B. I don't, I don't even know what I'm looking at. Gender perspective. I don't know. I was trying to like crunch the numbers of like people who use Facebook. Um, yeah, it is very, com- it is a little complicated. Yeah. Cause, yeah, cause it's not a hundred percent. Like you can't pull everybody. You can't. Cause there might be people that listen to Cardi B that don't tell anybody. And, it's mostly you know. women. Yeah, exactly. Like all these top 40 artists, it, it like you're looking yes. at like 82% women, uh, listening to, or 80% women listening to Cardi B, Bruno Mars, Ed Sheeran, uh, Luke Bryan, Rune five, Kane Brown, Ella Mai, Sam Smith, 77%, Taylor Swift, 76%, Ariana Grande, uh, 75%. BB Rexa 72%. I mean, the list goes on like Chris Brown, 66% women. Yeah. And that, and that, that's kind of, and that's kind of the thing is these, these, these people, if you look at the videos, you, you think the demographic was 15 year old boys. It's not, <laughs> it's almost all women. So in these songs, it's played a hundred times until you go, Oh, this song is good. <laughs> So a hundred, a hundred times these women are hearing be a whore. So, and that's, that's thought, really, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Sorry to interrupt, but I, I'm, I'm laughing because it is so crazy what I just found and it's, it's doing percentage showing interest in billboard hot 100 artists by political affiliation. <laughs> oh, that's actually really funny. Oh, uh, have we gone over LMI? I don't even know who that is, but 98%, uh, and it's between liberals and conservatives. So 98% is liberal Lil Uzi Vert or, or, or Lil Lucifer, I guess 96% liberal the weekend, 92% liberal 
uh, Nicki Minaj, 91% liberal, Drake, 91% liberal, Cardi B, 91% liberal, Chris Brown, 89% liberal. Okay, let's see. Let's go. So Kane Brown, we got to go all the way to Kane Brown. That's 74% of conservatives listen to him. Is Kane Brown Luke, a country artist? I don't know who that is. Yeah, he's a, a country artist. Uh, Luke Bryan, 83%. So the, uh, the top, uh, so Kenny Chesney, uh, 91% conservative and Chris Stapleton, 88% conservative. Um, the, the, fun, are- the funniest thing about that is that there's like 9% uh, of the <laughs> listeners of Nicki Minaj are conservative. That's the funniest part to me. <laughs> that was, I'm glad you made me look this up because, oh man. Well, that's, that's the interesting part to all of this stuff oh man all right oh then it goes into like regional representation i thought we were going to talk about ai but we will okay we will we will we'll get there (laughs) Uh, Uh, i mean it all it all kind of ties together what are these numbers interest per ten thousand monthly active facebook use oh it's all using like facebook sure yeah that's but well, how many people are using? It. How many people are using Facebook? I know it's like over a billion. Yeah, so you know, a, a seventh of the world. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, right. that, that, the the the, the, the funny part. Give me. <laughs> yeah, but the the greater point is like almost all of it. It's it's women, so they're marketing yeah. these songs. And it's, and it's, it really isn't about like, oh, it's, it's, it's about money. It's all about money. Well, you could say they're, they're, they're trying, they're trying to get young, young women or sorry, they're trying to get young men in with those music videos. Like they're, they're paying $3 million for a three minute music video to, to get some, some, a few more men in there. As as if pornography isn't running rampant on the internet. Like, it, do, do do you really think that that these these marketing people are that stupid? They know what they're doing, and they've been doing this a long time. Yeah. They've so, been very like, efficient. yeah. Do, like, do you do you think honestly that they put that video of Cardi B and Megan the Stallion? talking about the their filthy filthy sex uh uh and um and shaking their their butts because because they they need a few more men to listen well we've we got the the demographics back it's mostly women okay make them talk make them even bigger whores <laughs> if they're bigger whores then the men will come in we don't have enough male listeners we're trying everything we can, but the men just aren't listening. No, 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 no. They, they know exactly we, what's going on. But if we make the women dance like that, the men are going to love it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Men, that's, that is so, so true. So, yeah. As, as if pornography is not all over the internet. That's a joke. And, yeah. And it's a serious issue. Like there, there are people that are like seriously serious. Like they have withdrawals from just not looking at it for like. You're talking about pornography. Yeah. No, I'm talking about Nicki Minaj and Cardi oh. B. 
and Iggy Azalea and uh, Sexy Red. <laughs> Who? That's her. That's her song that got nominated for like top female rapper song of the year. It's called Ski. <laughs> Wonderful. Don't ask me how I know that. <laughs> I, I won't because you clearly didn't just look it up. No. Yep. You found out through some other means. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. I'm plugged in. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, I'm talking about how it, it's, it's very obvious that th- it is for women. It, yeah, they need to be told what's uh, popular and how to, to shape their lives. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not, not what's popular that they 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 think that it's popular because it's everywhere and right. and and you always you have these whores and that's what they are you have these whores and they talk about how empowering it is like oh it, it's empowering to be in control of your body and have sex with whoever you want whenever you want without thinking about consequences it's, it's empowering see it's for the the same way they get you to think that these songs are good and catchy, they get you to believe all of their their narratives. So when you have these whores out there, like I used to be a stripper, I, I'm I'm in control of my body, I'm empowered. Like that, like she's clearly a stupid person. She doesn't know what she's saying, but she's given these talking points, and you hear it over and over. So. I try have a, have a conversation with, with someone that believes all this stuff. Like they'll, they'll say the exact same thing that the people on, on like Facebook and Instagram say, like it, they'll say, they'll say, yeah, it's really empowering to, to be sex positive and, and whatever. Like they'll say it, like they don't even know what they're saying, but they, they will repeat it. It's, it's really quite fascinating. So you'll have these yeah. people and then the, they they think Nicki Minaj and Cardi B make good songs, or Megan The Stallion. They think they make good songs, and they think that their message is is uh, is good liberating. for them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, they think it's they think it's liberating because they, they they say it all the time, and you you're exposed to it. You hear it over and over and over and over. So therefore, it must be real. That that's that's how it works. It's it's through that level of repetition. But I'm glad you you actually found the demographics because we've been saying that it is it is for women, but now we have like actual data that shows it. So th- and this is what's being broadcast to your daughters, by the way, everyone out there. This is what's being broadcast to your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So think you know think think about all of that. Now, did yeah, you think- you? Go ahead. Go someone, ahead. So it just reminded me of a term someone said. They call it hoflation. Hoflation. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, they, they they talk about that when, uh, especially with OnlyFans, and that's why all oh, of man. these women go to OnlyFans. So you have these artists, and they they sing their their filthy songs. They make their filthy music videos, and it's played over and over. It's all over Facebook. It's all over YouTube. It's all over Instagram. And then, so they, so people that, that don't quite know what to make of anything, they, 
they, they see these messages and they think, okay, this is the normal stuff. And then they get the OnlyFans just like them because that's normal. So that is how things are normal. Oh, but it's all about money. It's all about money. (laughs) No, every, every time you hear anyone, anyone that's talking about any kind of entertainment industry, whenever you hear them say it's all about money, just tune them out immediately. They have no idea what they're talking about. They think that, and, and not just that, they think that they're smart, not just smart, but smarter than you. Have you ever heard the term Dunning Kruger effect? I, uh, have not. Yes. Another term going over my head. Yeah. So, uh, the idea is essentially that, um, someone is not smart enough to understand how unintelligent they are Mm. essentially. Okay. It's a lot of people like that out there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) See, I, I have, uh, yeah, I I know a guy and then like, I'll, I'll like talk to him about stuff and he'll be like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I'm not very smart and I don't pretend to know. I'm like, good for you. Like, honestly, good for you because there are a lot of people that are not smart that think they really are. And it, it's, it's part of the reason why we're in this mess, because you have all these people pushing all this crap and these people that think they're smart, they're, they're, they're like sitting there. They're like, it's all about money. Checkmate. I have the answers and there's nothing anyone can do about it because it's all dictated by a market. So when the market doesn't want it, it'll go away. No, you're letting it all be prominent. Because you're too stupid to understand that they've made the market. The, the market was made by the marketers. <laughs> like marketing. One who markets. Yeah, it's, 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 it's really uh, quite frustrating. Yeah, I have something to add about... Um your point on the only fans. I actually, uh, you, you're thinking about, uh, making your own. No. Um, do you know who cash doll is? No, do tell. Well, well, cash doll just posted. I'm officially on only fans. Get my exclusive music picks behind the scenes and things. I just don't want public period. You can now get it all on only fans. Finally. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah i'm on i'm on her instagram right now there it is okay. there that's the that's the link there booking k dolls biz at gmail.com only fans cash doll i'm guessing this is a rapper yeah uh, i i imagine so because uh. <laughs> she has seven million followers oh, oh lord of mercy yeah so i'd i'd be she I'd, needs to have the only fans <laughs> I guess what, what she wants the public to see that, yeah. that they can't already see from her public persona. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, exactly. How how is a Cardi B music video any different than if she like if than what she would put out on an OnlyFans? It truly is despicable. And yeah, this stuff needs to be mocked. Like I, I'm all for bringing like the dunce hat back, like in schools. 
in, in public places. Like you do something stupid, you need to be made fun of for it so you don't do it again. Like what is going on? What, why? No, no, you can't bully people. No, some people do. They need, they need it. It's good for them. It's good for society. What? When, when you know things are bad, <laughs> stop doing them. <laughs> yeah, pe- well, they stopped bullying people, and then look at look at the the people that are in charge. Yeah, it's a joke. Oh, you're you're being you're being mean, guys. No. That's... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your point. You should be meaner. <laughs> Yeah, like, well, yeah. What, like, what, what's, what's your point? Like, you're, you're saying we're being mean. Okay, all right. Let, let, let's, let's go with that. Was so, mean as, as what, what, your daughter got on OnlyFans. Well, that, that too. But I'm gonna say we're, we're being mean. Well, you're being too nice, and you're being nice, and you're stopping good things from happening. And mm-hmm. while the only people that care about you being being mean or whatever uh are uh the the people that are a genuine problem like nice people aren't like you're being mean well in in a sense some are but for the most part it's it's the bullies there like there there was a term that that used to be used they used to call the, uh, cry bullies the 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 you can, you know, you use your imagination with what, what that means, but you, you have the, these people and they're pretty much doing all these heinous things. They're being called out for it. And then, uh, other folks are just, well, they're, they don't want to be called a meanie. So they're just letting these people go on doing their, their sex stuff and their butt dances and their only fans and all their other nonsense. And they're, they're okay with all of it. Hey, this is all okay. As long as no one calls me a name, as long as no one calls me mean or anything like that, any variation on being mean, I'm not mean, I'm nice. So I'm going to let you sell only fans to my 15 year old daughter who is slacking off in school and counting the days till she's 18 so she can start an OnlyFans. I'm not mean to those people. I win. Welcome welcome to the, the human race. <laughs> uh, we're in a bit of a problem, people. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, like hey, hey, the pro the problem the problem stops with you. You, uh, like, uh, so I I was on uh, Kyle Yates' show recently, oh, yeah. and, and and he was he was saying that you know he he had a problem with kids doing stuff, but it, it's different for an adult. But, but I, and I was thinking about that. I was like, okay, but why don't you want kids around certain things? but it's okay for adults. Oh, because you, you don't want the kids to be influenced by that. Okay. Well, that influence doesn't show up until they're an adult really. So what's the problem? If it's bad for kids, it's bad for adults. 
Like I, I understand like, oh, oh, so like coffee's bad for kids. Is it bad for adults? Well, yes, but <laughs> children's bodies are, are smaller. So they can't handle as much caffeine. It's like, like DJ, you, you exercise, right? Uh, I do what I can. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how mu- how much protein do you generally get per per serving after after you exercise? Per serving, um, I mean, I'm under the belief that your body can process about fifty to sixty grams of protein uh, at a time. Okay, well, that's good enough. Just say no more. Okay. Do you think Do you think an eight year old can process fifty to sixty grams of protein at a time? not even close yeah exactly yeah so so that's where you you have that much you have a a little difference there like yes in that sense certain things are worse for kids just because their bodies are smaller but that like a stab wound to a child is also bad like when it's done to an adult like it's not like well you know a uh Child's body's smaller, so they can't deal with the stab wound, but, uh, but an adult's perfectly fine. Yeah. Now, I mean, that's true. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but child's <laughs> bodies are smaller, but it's still bad for them. Like, okay, just, just, you can, you can use the, 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 mo- like, I don't want to say moderation, but I guess, um, Smaller dosage, I guess, would, would be a, a better term where let's say like you have a, a, a 70 pound child and you have a 160 pound adult and w- like, what's, what's enough heroin to get an adult high and then just have, just find the, the, the relative ratio to like to the, like that person's body weight to the child. And then we'll just, we'll put it in that terms where like exposing a child to, um, the, the butt dances and the only fans, it's not just bad because they're a child. They, they are more susceptible to it. But that doesn't mean adults are not susceptible to it. That's crazy to think that adults aren't. This is yeah. this should just be the Cardi B show. Like that's what we should. It's not. The, it's no longer the metal <laughs> yeah. podcast. It's the Cardi B podcast. Yeah. It was the Chris Brown podcast for a little bit. <laughs> but you know he's he's been he's been lying low. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's, he's just ultra protected. <laughs> yeah, that probably that. I'm sure he's I'm sure he's choking a woman right now. He's playing basketball with uh... with Chris Brown is like he's like Frankenstein's monster. He's just like compulsively <laughs> choking people. Choke yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Don't grab my hand. Yeah, go check out Full Metal Jacket for for that reference. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great opening scene, let me tell you, one of my favorite. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I I like that one. That that's a pretty funny movie, honestly. Like that, and I mean that. Like, there's some pretty scary scenes, but for the most part, oh, 
that show is or that movie is actually it's it's really it's genuinely funny like i feel bad laughing at it because like if i were in that situation with those guys and that guy was saying that stuff i'd be so scared but watching it when there's there's no ramifications yeah, no accountability. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm just laughing at all. Like when he's like, "Were you about to call me an asshole?" Like that that line is really <laughs> funny to me. <laughs> the guy's like, "Sir," he's just confused and scared. <laughs> great, great movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I give it I give it a hearty hearty endorsement. But uh, but back back to the the conditioning aspect is uh, all all of these songs are they're they're just they're just a a vehicle to push these messages on on your children and and your daughters cuz right right now cuz i i've talked about this before be, because of the technology that we have like anyone can can make music like you can get mm-hmm. you can get all the the equipment that you need like if you want you you don't even need instruments because there there's there's drum programs uh there's there's uh keyboards like um like there's synthesizers all like on your like on, on a lot of these audio workstations um, there, I know there's, there's like fake bases, like the, all, all that stuff is out there. Like, you know, you might not be able to make all the music that you'd like to make, but it's all still out there, like regardless. So the same goes for being a porn star. Mm. Like anyone can, can be a porn star now. Because you can just upload all that stuff to OnlyFans, and then now, uh, boom! You're like now, your 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 daughter, your your twenty year old daughter, she makes more money uh, selling OnlyFans than she did at, at her her job at at uh, Walmart. Sure, Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> pick your pick your thing. And now, boom, okay. And guess what happens? One, she quits her job. Two, she tells her friends. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I, I made 6000 in a month. And now it just, and then now it just, it goes from there. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you mentioned the, the technology and how you, you, you can, you know, be this artist or musician but i want to take it a step further because you used to kind of be able to protect children because if if i wanted to listen to something as a kid um my parents would have to buy it for me or 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 um they could prevent me from seeing it but the way you would like well, well hold on let me let me add another okay. thing you'd also or you'd have to listen to the radio but your parents mm-hmm. controlled that radio. Right. And, and so then if you went over to, to Billy's house and, and Billy's parents don't, don't give a crap. And he, he, and that's where you would, which you know, a lot of people knew Billy, a lot of people yeah. knew Billy. <laughs> 
And then the, your parents would be like, you can't hang out with Billy anymore because it's um, you're getting exposed to things that we are trying to protect you from. But now, I mean, literal babies have phones <laughs> or yeah. iPads. Yeah. Like literally, like, like one-year-olds. <laughs> like, <laughs> so what's stopping them from seeing Cardi B? From 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 seeing all of this, this blatant, over-the-top pornography just in popular culture. There's nothing. And we, we did an episode on the PMRC a long time ago, and that, that just seemed like the, the, I don't know if it's the escalation point or, or what, but that, that seems to have a very significant point or part of our culture or, or the demise of it, rather. Um, oh, yeah. With that fight. You know, ab- like, absolutely. It there. <clears throat> yeah, ab- absolutely. Absolutely. And it's all becoming clear. Like the more we do this, it's like, wow, this is, it keeps getting a lot worse, a lot deeper. And it goes back really far. Go check out our Laurel Canyon episodes. I mean, those are, that four part series is very important. And some people have been reaching out to us lately and saying, Hey, like, that that I didn't know that or, or like, hey, I'm friends with someone that used to run Atlantic Records and like, oh, well, that's interesting. And we're going to have uh, a guest who, who um, you know, I wouldn't say is involved, but um, has some connections that can bring some light on these topics as well. So so stay tuned for that as well. Like it, we, we've got some we've got some work ahead of us. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, the the PMRC thing, and and uh, I I'm sure that there's plenty of, of people out there because they they don't understand a lot of things. Like people people really do not understand. Like that's that's the best way to put it. And um, um, they they do think that like the Washington wives and all of them, they were just a, a stick in the mud. Like, mm-hmm. oh, look at these fuddy-duddies. They're trying to ruin all of our music. Well, like, they all got the last laugh. And, and like, there was a, 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 sh- a TV show, I can't remember, but they were talking about the PMRC, and, and D. Snyder kind of said, well, metal, ha- or sorry, music had the last laugh because record sales went up after they put the parental advisory sticker on everything. Well, because the, the parental advisory sticker was, uh, do you do you know about you know about the movie ratings? Like, do you know what they stand for? Uh, are you talking like G? Yeah, like general audience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, parental guidance. Exactly. Uh, there you go. P PG uh, is parental guidance. That that's all. It's like well, a parent should be present. So all that sticker said was it's it's uh, parental advisory explicit content. It doesn't say restricted, no one under this age. It just says like, parents just just be advised. You know, come on. Some stores wouldn't carry those albums though that had that sticker. I mean, I don't know how prevalent that was, but yeah, I would was. I would guess it was probably like Christian stores, probably. Yeah, it, it it probably wasn't Tower Records. Probably wasn't Sam Goody. Probably wasn't. <laughs> yeah. uh, was it M- M- Millennium? It was 
or no, sorry, Virgin Records. Oh yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. It wasn't any of that stuff. So it, it just, it made it more appealing because that, that goes around and we'll, and we'll, we'll come back, we'll come back to little Billy. So <laughs> when, when, when your parents say you can't spend time around little Billy, because you know, little, little Billy, he's a, he's a bad influence on you. You don't say, you know what, you know, father knows best. My parents are, they know what's up. They're all cool. So I'm going to listen to them. It makes you want to do it more. Like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to hang out with Billy because you know, Billy, Billy's a cool guy. Otherwise, why would my parents say no? Cause my parents tell me smoking's bad, but all those people in movies and, and TV shows, they do it and they're all really cool. The coolest. The coolest, exactly, and and that that's where people's brains go. Like, oh, geez, gee, gee whiz, like, oh, I, uh, I, I, these people are saying these things, but uh, what what do my parents know? They're just they're all the these stuffy sticks in the mud, like Tipper Gore and the rest of the Washington wives. Gee, who who do they think they are? Huh? But the, the yeah. PMRC, uh, and, and generally, I, I think it is usually uh, a good idea to, to not trust people that come out of Washington. I think that's a general good rule of thumb. But the, these people, they, they were genuinely, tr- it was a reaction because Tipper Gore she, her daughter was listening to darling Nikki and she's like, Oh my gosh, yeah, like, yeah. I, I can't, I can't believe that this is, this is what children are listening to. Oh my goodness. And, and she said, we need to do something about it. And the reaction was no, 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 no. Your daughter's going to listen to this. In fact, we're going to put it in place that you can't stop people's daughters from listening to it. That was the direction that they went. They didn't just, they didn't just like, well, we're, we're fighting for, uh, freedom of speech or whatever. What, what they genuinely did was they just made sure that laws could not be put in place to restrict any kind of music and music is just become pornography now. And it's funny Hmm. because only a little bit of it was like sexual content related. Most, most of it was like violence and a cult. Yeah. And that's not, and then the, the occult stuff, you know, that that's, it's, that's its own problem. But for the most part, the, the, the real problems are the, the sex and the violence. And that's all of rap. Are there any rappers that like they're rapping about like Satanism like I know little Nas X, like he has satanic imagery in it. Yeah, but, they dress up like Satan. <laughs> yeah, but are are any of them like yo, well I like went Doja. to the I went to the black mass and, and I sacrificed a virgin and I don't know. I, you you know how they yeah. talk. I, I don't. Right, yeah. Like I, I can't I can't rap. And which I I'm well, proud of. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, thank you. 
John Heinrich can go check out his. Well, uh, he's not freestyling. He's reading other people's <laughs> lyrics. I'm I'm talking about off the top of my head. Oh, but okay. but I, I yeah, are there any rappers that are that are doing raps about like satanic imagery or whatever? Uh, no, but I did. I believe this is related. I, I came across um, Young Thug shares the meaning of his slang, and his uh, handle is Thugger Thugger One. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. So this is the acronym show uh, I'm dubbing. So he goes swag S W A G equals someone who admires God. Y S L equals Young Soldiers of the Lord, S-L-A-T-T, Show Love All the Time, O-P-P equals Overly Positive Pal, Uh, S-L-I-M-E equals Seeing Lord in Me Every Day, Uh, and then we got Gang equals Going Above Normal Guys, and here's our favorite, Glock equals Guarding lives, overcoming challenges. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah! I, I'm a, I'm big into Young Thug now. I, yeah, I had no idea. What a good guy! There's yeah, a, we should great. talk about Ice JJ Fish in the future. Okay, I'll put that I, in the notes. Yeah, I, I think there's um, some pretty funny stuff with that. But yeah, obviously that was a joke. Like this is all, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, that was all very tongue in cheek, but it, it is, it is funny. It's, it's sub- subverting the subverters, mm-hmm. the best way to put that. But, um, the, the real problem that we do face is that all of this stuff whether it like the violence is another issue. Like we don't talk about it as much, but it is, it is real. Like it it is absolutely a a huge issue. And, um, well, honestly, uh, the, the sex stuff is just, it's, it's more obvious and it affects more people because you know, your, your son out there, or if, if he just said like, Hey dad, I'm going to join a gang. You're probably not going to say, you know what, son, that is your right as an American. And I applaud you for that. Probably not going to happen, but there are people like there are women that might say like, I'm going to start an OnlyFans. And, uh, someone may say, you know, daughter, that, that is, that is your right as an American. Hey, what's Jenny up to these days? Oh, she's, oh, she's just, uh, she's just spreading her legs for strangers on the internet. Yeah. She, she makes uh, $2,000 a month. It's really great because before she was making thirty five hundred a month, but she was working fifty hours a week. And now, and so now she's no, no, no. She was just working fifty hours a week, okay. and now she now she has all this time to focus on her mental health. Oh yeah, that too. Oh, so so yeah. the 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 sex stuff, I think it it is more of a problem just because. 
it's easier for people to think that it is harmless. Like, oh, what's the big deal? If my wife and I didn't have sex, we wouldn't have our daughter. Well, uh, the big deal is now your daughter isn't doing that to make more children. She, in, in fact, she's not making more children. Uh, she's having less children. She's not having real relationships with, you know, sexual or otherwise. She's having only virtual relationships. She's extremely online, like all these other guys that are just just whacking it to her. So there's no difference between her and them. It's it's a weird digital world. It is. And I even know someone who, um, I don't know them personally, but I know of them, and they're like, uh, I, I really, uh, I think they started like a GoFundMe so they could get a, a laptop because that's how they're going to start their YouTube career. And obviously that will guarantee if that does get off the floor, it'll definitely be some sort of pornography um, transition. Like, but that's like what women that are like 20 years old is like, well, I got to get a laptop, not for school, but so I could be a uh, influencer. Only only fans (laughs) is like, it's, it's genuinely like a career now. And it's like, how else am I going to make money at my OnlyFans? Like it, it is, it's, it's like, you know, you can be the vice president of something. Well, now it's like, you can be an OnlyFanser. Like that, that is, that's where we're at. Like, you, yeah. like that, that's a viable career that's pushed on people. Well, what Cardi B does it. A cash doll does it. Well, you think uh, Iggy <laughs> Azalea does it. You think you're too good for think you're better than Iggy Azalea? Huh? She, she's, she's worth how many millions? What are you worth? Nothing. Exactly. It is a viable, it's a, it's a viable career and it's empowering to women. If, uh, and, and, and a lot of it is because a lot of people are, they are genuinely scared because they don't, they don't know how to talk to people. So yeah, you have, have you ever, you know, okay. I'll just say, you know, that, you know, that the term, like, uh, I don't know what you would call it. Like, I guess it's an example when someone says, how come if a guy has a, a sex with a lot of wom- women, he's considered right. a, a stud, but if a woman yeah. does it, she's considered a slut. Do you, do you know what to say to that? I mean, like if someone says that to you, like you're, you're trying to make the argument only fans is bad and doing it is not empowering to women. And, and if a woman says that to you or a man says that, do you know what to say? I generally say that, um, self-discipline is true, like freedom. So, so I, I pretty much reject that. Um, but that doesn't, but that doesn't say anything about the man then. That's a non-answer. You've just lost. <laughs> no, I, I, and I'm serious. You, you lost. Cause this is yeah. self-discipline. Oh, so the man, so the man doesn't need self-discipline. Oh, okay. So, so, yeah. so men don't need discipline. I'm sorry, but did you know most rapes and murders are committed by men? Uh, it sounds like men need discipline. 
All right, so what is your answer? Well, the, the answer is because that, that metric is, is based on how a man is able to pull a woman because it's much harder. A man cannot like flash his eyes at a woman and, and look, look like a, a, a Disney character and blink and get a woman into him where a woman can do that. Like men, I guess can do that if they have a Lamborghini. The, the, no, then they're not <laughs> flashing their eyes. They're flashing their right, Lamborghini. Right. Yeah. yeah it's their assets or their stuff. Yeah. And, and that's not even guaranteed. I mean, generally that, that does well, just work because she looks like that or wears that doesn't mean she's asking for it. I mean, that's a completely different arg okay. argument. That's, that's like, why does a woman get raped? That's a completely different thing that doesn't count for the body count, but, okay. um, a woman can go to a bar and w with, with almost no effort, she can take a man home. Now yeah, the quality of that man, the quality of that man will vary based on how much effort she puts into herself but she can still take home a man. That is not true for any guy. A guy cannot just go to a bar and be guaranteed to take a, a woman home. Like if a woman really wants to, she could pull some average guy aside at the gym and say, listen, I haven't been laid in a long time. I want you to take me home. And it will work with almost any guy, any guy that's not married, maybe some guys that are married but it'll work with almost any guy. It, be, be a guy, you know, you're a good looking, successful guy. Uh, here's an experiment for you. Like, you know, and do it with your fiance, like have her take <laughs> notes like get, that way. Like, you know, there's actual supervision, you know, you're not going to do anything and, and just like, yeah, grab, yeah. Grab any woman and just say like, I, I say that exactly. Listen, I haven't been laid in a, in a while. I want to take you home and, and I want to take you to bed. See who that works with. It's just how it's just how the, 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 the biology works is the, the male anatomy is designed mm -hmm. where in a pinch, you could repopulate a village where it doesn't work that way with a, a woman. So women do need to be more selective. So it is not more empowering because it's not really hard for a woman to take a guy home where it is, it, it is, it is seen as an achievement for a man to take a, a woman home. That's why they call it getting lucky because it's not an easy thing to do. And you can, and like you said, you show the Lamborghini. Well, it's not easy to get a Lamborghini <laughs> and oh yeah. What about the guy whose family was really rich and they left it to him? Well, that means the family had to work hard for it. Someone worked hard for it. And then either way, you got lucky that you inherited it. Either way, it's getting lucky. So it's not empowering to women because it's, it's the opposite of how a woman should be because you know, you, you only got so many chances to, to make a healthy baby. And if you ruin it by sleeping around with all of these, with all these men. Now here's a real question. How many women do you think on OnlyFans are single mothers? Because hmm. I know for a fact Iggy Azalea is a single mother. Yeah. And she's on OnlyFans. I'd imagine a lot. 
Yeah, I would too. And that's not, it's not empowering. Like raising a child by yourself is not empowering. I would, I would say that was, that, that would be like enfeebling. It's the opposite mm-hmm. of empowering. Like it, 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 two, two people can, can raise a child. It's, it's a, it's a full-time gig. Now you're doing it with half the manpower. And imagine being that kid. And that too. Mom. Yeah, that like, too. That too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, your kid's going to be a mess. It's not empowering. Oh yeah. Like now you're going to have to work harder to, to fix your child. Oh, they just need to be more accepting. That's, that's what's probably. Exactly. That's, that's what it comes back to. Oh, you, well, you need to, no, no, we need to, we need to bully people more. More people need to be shamed about this. More people need to be pulled aside and told this is bad and you're bad. Sorry, lady, you are a single mother as a result of your poor decisions because you thought Cardi B was a good role model. So you went out and you had sex with every guy you thought was, was OMG. He's so hot and they were not responsible. So they left you and now you're stuck raising a child by yourself. You are, and, and you're selling your body as a means to, to pay for it. And no man wants to be with you. Congratulations. You are damaged goods. <laughs> oh, why is, oh, she's damaged goods, but not a, a, a woman who's married, who's had children. Yes. The woman who's married and has children has a man that wants to be with her. Probably not on OnlyFans either. Probably not on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, well, well spotted, DJ. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, you never know because there are these weird open relationships. No, there are. I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are couples with children on there, but it's probably a minority. I would, I would guess the majority of OnlyFans are are single mothers because. Uh, with, with only fans there, there, I don't know how many users are on there, but not a lot of them are making money. And, and like some of them, they're making like probably like two, $300 a month to have all this like pornography of them available on the internet. And it, it's never going to go away. And, uh, you're, you're going to have a few people like Iggy Azalea. Um, she's a hugely successful musician. So she has all the marketing in the world. Her, her social media perpetuates itself at this point. So she makes one post. Yeah, I'm on OnlyFans. It, it's seen by a million people. Even if 10% sign up for, for let's say a dollar a month, that's still 10 grand a month. That's $60,000 a year. And I'm sure she makes way more than that. I'm sure she makes probably at least a hundred thousand a month, maybe a million. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, but there's a bunch of people that see that. Wow. She makes a million a month. I I'm only, I'm only making 2,500 a month at Starbucks and, and all my bills total 2,200 a month. So I, I barely putting anything away. I could make a million a month and then they do that for a year. And then they've, they've made like, maybe $500 total throughout the whole year. And they have all these, these like debasing videos and photos of themselves. 
and it's so there forever. As, as of uh, as of today, December twenty fourth, Christmas Eve, twenty twenty three, OnlyFans has over one hundred and ninety million registered accounts and more than two hundred and ten million users. OnlyFans is not allowed in South Africa, but it has fans from one hundred and eighty seven plus countries. OnlyFans has 320 million monthly visits, which means OnlyFans gets around 3.84 billion visits per year. The platform's engagement on social media shows increasing popularity with millennials and Gen Z audiences. OnlyFans is not just a platform for adult content, but it also hosts for children. a variety of... <laughs> <laughs> Also, it's a variety of other content creators. Uh, the founder of OnlyFans. Oh, okay, that's interesting. It's a banker, Timothy, a British Stokely, British banker. Oh, wonderful. Uh, stated that they are paying around two hundred million dollars to content creators each month. Some top OnlyFans earners get around a hundred thousand dollars per year or more, but on average, a content creator gets a hundred and fifty-one dollars to a hundred and eighty dollars per yep. month. That's what I was assuming. Yep. Cause, cause there's like the top 1% of 109 million. So that's, that's how, how many people that, what is that's like about around 10 million. No, that's around one million. That's How so do I make more money with OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's about yeah it, it's about a, a million people make a lot of money, and then about a hundred and eight-ish million make very 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 little, and they don't tell you that part. No, but, but they, you're, you're going to sell your soul. <laughs> yep. And your body. Right. And then now, now ex- expect, uh, uh, some good man to take care of you. No, but a good man's taking care of Cardi B or whatever. Yeah. Well, Cardi B, uh, tricked you. You were tricked. You were tricked. And for you are, you are damaged goods. You did amateur pornography. Because you thought you could make a million dollars a month like these megastars. Mm-hmm. And these megastars, but it's all about the money. It's all about the money. No, it's not. <laughs> now, w- before we go to break, speaking of uh, OnlyFans being banned in uh, South yeah. Africa, we, we have a track from a, huh? a thrash metal band from South Africa called Truth Decayed. And this song is called Narcissist, and we will continue with more music and less OnlyFans after the break. Stay tuned. The box in the cot, the air leaves your lungs. They spit in your face and tell you their lie. Destroy him, Lord! 
And we are back. That was Truth Decayed. Check them out. And again, always thank you to everybody who writes in and says, will you play our stuff? We will. And if any of you have sent us something and you haven't heard it here or you're wondering why we haven't, we get a lot of requests and we only do one episode a week for now. So just bear with us. We will get there. We'll get to you. Sorry about that, but we, we see you, we, we get, we get your emails, we star it, we save it, we, we, we wait for a, a time when we can get to it, uh, guests, I'm sorry, do get priority when they, when they come on and, uh, and again, just be patient. We are only human. Now, DJ, you brought up something, uh, hour one. So let's circle yeah. back to that. Yeah. So AI, right? Um, AI, am I right? <laughs> Another acronym, right? I, I guess so, you're right. Artificial yeah. intelligence. So something interesting that I became aware of um, in September is that. Um, I noticed that this um, this song, Heart on My Sleeve, which is a viral song featuring artificial intelligence vocals imitating Drake in The Weeknd, had been submitted for Best Rap Song and Song of the Year uh, for the Grammys. So, well, well, hold, well, before you go any further, I okay. think it's only appropriate that a fake song get a fake award. <laughs> Yeah. No, it is. It is appropriate. Um, and, and it turns out that this song is not eligible for Grammy consideration. So is it because it's fake? The award didn't want the fake song, yeah. Yeah, but they, they have to pretend to have some integrity at their fake award show. Yeah, but I, I've been actually sitting on this for, for a while. I actually bought this um, Fortune 500 magazine, and uh, it's from... June slash July of 2023, and it does have some music uh, in it, but I wanted to start with, with uh, this survey that was done, and it it's, uh, starts off, CEOs leap into the AI unknown. Uh, Fortune 500 leaders in our poll see an opportunity, not a threat. Um, and so, so it starts talking about how new technologies will bolster business. Um, because music is a business, you know, like, <laughs> I know it's the metal podcast and oh, you guys aren't talking about metal. And now you're, you're talking about AI and you're talking about business, you know, but the, the survey asked CEOs, which technology would create the most opportunities for business. So I'm going to read a few things here that I think is kind of interesting. And then I'll get to the article, uh, about AI and music. But so 58% of these CEOs, um, believe uh predictive ai and analyzing data like that that's uh that's going to create the most opportunities you know 12 percent in generative ai that means creating content 12 percent again robotic process automation eight percent 5g and 6g wireless five percent internet of things and three percent virtual reality slash augmented reality and uh, most companies have started using generative AI, uh, 
companies using or experimenting with generative AI as part of uh, business processes. 29% plan to use it, but have not yet begun. And 12% have no plans to use it. And it's something that the future, that like it is inescapable. This is what the leaders of business are, are deciding is important. Um, and then you can see the shifting landscape of labor and the expected change in employee headcount in 2023. Uh, uh, I believe 60% headcount will grow, 25% headcount will will shrink, and 15% employee numbers are, are stable. And what I thought was interesting in this is that there's uh, the threats on the CEO's watch list. Like, what are the top dogs, if you will, what are they worried about in business? And the issue cited as greatest threats to business is 26% is the recession, 22% cybersecurity, 16% uh, inflation, another 16% talent acquisition and retention, 13% geopolitical tension, uh, 6% climate change, sustainability, 3% supply chain, and 2% rapid technological advancement. I see none were concerned about hoflation. <laughs> no, no. And this, this article gives a little like snippet that I'll read. So the Fortune 500 CEOs uh, in our annual survey have spent much of the past two years solving labor puzzles, struggling with talent shortages while seeking a balance between remote and in-office work, inflation and the slowing economy have led to layoffs, and many CEOs see recession as a looming threat to livelihoods. But advances in artificial intelligence are prompting these leaders to think differently about productivity. Many are already using generative AI, like I already said, and very few see technological change as a top worry. And three quarters of CEOs expect that AI, AI will result in their needing fewer workers in five years, a shift that will create its own social and managerial challenges. So if you don't think uh, the world has already changed, it's going to change further and quicker. Like the amount of change we've experienced is remarkable. So I wanted to to start off with that uh, in terms of AI, because it's not just music that you should be worried about. It it is going to affect our lives if it hasn't already. <laughs> of course, it, it it's everything. If if they can use it to to make a Drake song, you, you don't <laughs> you, what you don't think that they can use it to. Uh, make a movie, make a, a TV show, uh, diagnose your, your, your illness. Like they, they, you can have an AI that'll probably be able to just be your doctor. Well, like why, 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 yeah. why wouldn't, why wouldn't you need, why wouldn't you need that? Yeah, I mean, they've already begun, um, like, AI is improving, like, mind reading. Like, like it can put into language what the brain or different parts of the brain are thinking or doing. Um, it, it's crazy. The AI is actually trained on your, your brain waves and looking at images. or When you're looking at images or video, the, the AI doesn't see the video, 
But since we have an inner monologue, the AI is actually analyzing that brain activity. There is already um, like these these headphones or, or earplugs, whatever you call it, earbuds you can put in that can, you can watch a video and the AI can recreate essentially that video that you're watching because you're talking in your head what you're seeing. So <laughs> it, it, it is fascinating, haunting uh, in many ways about where this technology is going and what, what, what are they going to do with it. But this article I found in, in, this, um, in this magazine that I bought, uh, it's called Singing the AI Blues, the recording, industry, the recording Industry's Future is Threatened by Artificial Intelligence that Can Mimic the Voices and Styles of Musical Artists. And, um, you know, I, I guess I could, I could just read and, and feel free to stop me at any time. Uh, but I think it, it is, it is interesting. Uh, so for fans of the reclusive R&B artist, Frank Ocean, the short audio clips posted to group chat service Discord in early April were tantalizing. They purported to be leaked studio tracks from Ocean, who hasn't released a full studio album since 2016 but has teased a forthcoming new project. Ocean-obsessed music collectors offered to buy the tracks for thousands of dollars to get them before anyone else. There was only one problem. The tracks were fakes <laughs> created with a new kind of intel artificial intelligence that is sending shockwaves through the music industry and raising thorny questions about ethics, copyright, and how artists can protect their personal brand. Uh, so uh, it's not, not too long of an article, but like I said, AC, feel free to, to interject at any point you feel fit. But um, uh, the artist that this article does mention, it, it says AI is impacting artists like Rihanna, Ariana Grande, Frank Ocean, Liam Gallagher of Oasis, Grimes, The Weeknd, and Drake. Uh, so these so-called musical deep fakes have exploded in number because in the past six months, the technology to make realistic imitations of someone's voice has become widely accessible and inexpensive. This is a potential nightmare for the recording industry. If current trends continue unchecked, artists could lose control over their sound and their earnings. Meanwhile, Record labels risk losing profits. Uh, the new reality for the music industry is part of a broader shakeup in the entertainment industry wrought by increasingly sophisticated AI. The technology is already used by movie studios for special effects. In the future, studios hope to also enlist it to write scripts and provide voices for actors, all of which comes with serious legal considerations. For now, the music industry's legal protections against AI mimic mimicry are uncertain. The phenomenon is so new that there are no laws that specifically address it or case rulings to serve as a guide. Well, that, that's nice. Uh, this is in quote, anyone who tells you that the legal implications are clear, the way or the other is making stuff up, says Neil Turkowitz, 
a former Recording Industry Association of America executive who has emerged as one of the leading critics of today's generative AI has been developed. Uh, Ocean has hardly... Ocean was hardly the first artist to have his voice and musical style mimicked by AI. A deep fake track titled Heart on My Sleeve, purporting to be a collab from superstars Drake and The Weeknd, which we talked about just a second ago. Uh, Abel Tesfaye, I guess that might be the ghost writer, I don't know who that is, became a viral hit, ringing up millions of plays across Spotify, TikTok, and YouTube over just a few days in April before Universal Music Group, which represents both Drake and The Weeknd, demanded that the sites take it down. Fake songs from rap artists Yee and Playboy Carti, plus everyone from Ariana Grande to Oasis, have also appeared online. Uh, okay, let's let's keep this rolling here. You know, interjection yet? No, 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 no. I mean, I, I have a thing, but there's no need for an interjection. Okay, yeah. If you're bored, I can I can stop. But no, no, no. Keep going. Keep going. All right, we'll keep it going. The using AI to create music in the voice and style of a popular artist is relatively easy. Oh, who would have thought? Some underground music sites offer pre-built templates that can mimic the voices of dozens of popular musicians and commercial AI software to clone voices and imitate musical styles is readily available. For example, Jukebox, AI software from OpenAI, the creator of Buzzy AI chatbot ChatGPT, produces singing in the style of well-known musicians along with original lyrics written by the technology. In the U.S. and most other countries, it isn't possible to copyright your voice or your, per- or your particular musical sound or vibe, says Jonathan Coote. Okay. Based- okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you are familiar with the song Raiden, as you know, uh, as... Uh, I guess it's a parody of Weird Al's great song, White and Nerdy. <laughs> Ride and Dirty? Yeah, right. So, yeah, Ride and Dirty. Now, I, I heard a really stupid person say this years ago, because d- you know what that artist's name is, right? Who does Ride and Dirty? Uh, shoot, is it like uh, blanking? Chameleonaire. Chameleonaire, yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> Now, this is what I heard. A, a stupid person said this. He said, he's called Chameleonaire because he can replicate anybody's voice. Uh, yeah. yeah, so that person is dumb. Who he does actually sound like is Jaw Rule. Oh, okay. So he doesn't, he can't replicate anybody's voice. He just sounds like a few people. And the point is, you can't copyright your voice because some people sound like other people. Like someone's talked to me before. They said, you sound familiar. Like, do I know you from somewhere? And then it'll be like someone I've never heard of. I was like, that's, that sounds nothing like me. (laughs) But you know, you, you hear a certain thing and like you can, I can see why some people like, oh yeah, that kind of does sound like, you know, what pick, pick your thing. Things just sound similar. So you have an AI, let, let's say uh, someone's doing a, an AI Ariana Grande uh, song. 
Now, the reason I haven't really interjected yet, because I, I, I'll, I'll just do it now, but I haven't needed to interject because <laughs> my, my greater point was that all of these artists all sound the same. There's nothing unique about them. There's nothing interesting about them. So that's why AI is so easily able to make it. Now, the, the way, as far as I know, that the AI voice replication goes is you just feed someone's voice into something and that like there's, there's enough, uh, let's say samples out there for, for someone to get an idea of what someone sounds like. Right. So like that, that's kind of how that works is like someone has like 10,000 hours of, of talking in the media, then the AI can get their inflections down, can Mm-hmm. get the, just their, their vocal patterns, like how, like people say things in a certain way, like right. nobody talks like this exactly saying everywhere. Like people, they have a certain cadence. They have a certain way mm-hmm. of speaking. So yeah. you have a billion Ariana Grande songs out there, so you can get her voice from there. And the music it's, it's, it's made in a science lab to be as easily accessible and, and earwormable as possible. So an AI, it, it just make generic top 40 song. Like, like we have Ariana Grande with Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. So it, it doesn't, it doesn't take much for the AI to, to make an Ariana Grande song. Cause an Ariana Grande song could sound like a Drake song. Like, as we always say, it's the same people. Well, it's the same people because it's the <laughs> same, the same people are writing all the songs. So yeah, uh, you can, you can have the AI make any song sound like anybody. Well, that, that's just because all these songs are made by the, the same 59 producers. So an Ariana Grande, Ariana Grande has no unique music voice like go going back to killing is my business show no mercy fistful of metal and kill them all all of those bands have a a distinct sound to them all modern pop sounds exactly the same so you just have ai make make a a song and uh top 40 generic pop song and then it'll have the song and then have ariana grande singing it so it's just it's super easy to make because they've made these songs as simple as possible nothing about it stands out and when it goes yeah. to copywriting someone's voice well you can't copyright a voice because there are a lot of people that sound the same. So like, so every, like if, if, if someone has the same voice as Ariana Grande, like sounds just like her, oh, it is, is, does she have to pay Ariana Grande per word? She says every time she talks, she got, she got to give her a dollar, she got a dollar per word. Well, how does that work? Yeah. It's a little bit of a slippery slope there. Yeah. So there, there's, there's nothing that they can do. 
Yeah, and in our in our very first episode, we mentioned how Spotify is having this AI DJ, and I forgot the name of the guy that's uh, doing it. But is it not DJ? <laughs> it's not. No, it's not me. It would be a DJ squared, but if it were. But uh, this guy uh, fed the AI like uh, like thousands of hours worth worth of his voice, and now when there's a new release, he doesn't have to physically say it like the ai can say it for him because now it knows his cadence it knows his vocal like pattern it knows like what to do so now he never has to do it again so like that that's you know taking a step further what you just explained with music that that's how you can create new music because someone's like well still someone needs to create it and uh, have an idea no there's already templates for this <laughs> well, and, well, and, well and well let, and let's 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 rewind a bit that like someone needs to make it. Well, no one's making it like for themselves. Like, you know, Dave, Dave Mustaine writes all of Megadeth songs. Lord Armin writes all dark funeral songs. Jimmy yeah. pop writes all the bloodhound gang songs. All these other artists, they're not writing their own songs. Like, uh, what's right. her name? Sexy red claimed that she freestyled <laughs> pound town. Oh, she actually came out saying that she, she writes all her own stuff. Yeah, I'm sure. Own, oh, I'm sure. Lyric. Yeah, I'm sure she says that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure she says a lot of things. Oh yeah. But the 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 point is that there that you don't have these artists with this these distinct voices anymore. So it's not like well, you're going to have an AI write it. Well, it doesn't even matter because an AI might as well be writing it because you have the same people writing all these songs for all these artists. And it just doesn't matter. No. Because if, if Ariana Grande wrote all of her songs and then you had an AI doing it, it'd be a little different. Like there'd be a little more sympathy for Ariana Grande because now that's been you know taken away from her. But now it, who cares? <laughs> yeah. She's, she's not writing it. So... Wait, why, why should, why, why should I care? So it's, there's no difference between a, a computer program writing her songs or 12 producers. In fact, it's more ethical for a computer program to write her songs because a bunch <laughs> of people that, that don't deserve the credit that they get. Like 20 producers on it. Yeah, they like they're they're taking all the 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 money from it. And they didn't do anything because all the songs are so simple. I heard a Jason Mraz song recently. He was at, yeah, I was at the gym. I can't I'm sure if you just just can you can you google like new Jason Mraz single? Like I'll know the title when when I when I see the name. Just just pull pull up the new Jason Mraz single or newest single. All right. Beep, beep, beep. Official website. Uh pancakes and butter. No, that's not it. <laughs> Shows off his this is February 16, 2023. That can't be right. New single. I uh no. I feel like dancing. That's the one. Yeah. I, oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. The video he's at like a roller rink. 
it is the <laughs> it is the simplest song I have ever heard in my entire life, and I I, I mean that because like because I was listening to it and I was like, wow, this song has it. There's just nothing to it. Like it's it's just anyone anyone could have wrote that song. Mm. and that, that there's no reason and i'm sure he wrote it okay i'm not gonna be like 37 producers probably wrote it. no I, i'm sure he wrote it let me let me just double check i've already forgotten the name of the song is it called i feel like dancing i feel like dancing yeah okay yeah Just looking for his singles. Is it from Mystical Magical? Mystical Magical Rhythmical Radical Ride. Oh, oh my gosh! I I was and I was I was just about to say something nice about him. Writer, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine writers. You know better than this. I should know better, but I mean, he (laughs) he he plays guitar. he, He plays music. I assumed that he and maybe one other person wrote it. It just, it just seemed like this was the one where I, I absolutely believed, yeah, this guy probably wrote it, but yeah, all, all these people wrote this song. Yeah. There's, there's anyone could have wrote it. So they have these producers. It it almost seems like their goal is to make sure the songs are as accessible as possible. And that's probably why they have so many songwriters because go, go look the song up. Cause I'm not going to say it's, it's a terrible song. It's just so simple that it's just not interesting. It feels like an AI song. I mean, it, my, my take on the, all of this is that AI can't replace metal. Uh, yes, uh, I agree. It, well, it, I, it can't, it can't replace the riffs and it can't replace the solos, but it can replace rappers and it can also replace all pop. like all like, pop, like all pop. And I would go further and say it can replace like new metal, like the chugga chugga chugga. Yep. Chugga. Oh, absolutely. You want to chugga chugga. You wanted to. Yep. Yeah. Terracotta, it, terracotta, terracotta pie. Terracotta, ter- like yes, that's that that, that yes, awful yes. music. System you know, of a Down yeah. sounds like it was AI generated, or, or even Rage Against the Machine. Like those bands uh, yeah. are the the lowest form. Of of intelligent life, musical life, there is. No, like, yes. I probably hate System of a Down and Rage Against Machine worse than like. Uh, I mean, than these top forty artists. Like honestly, like they're I probably like, the I same d- to me. I definitely hate um, Rage Against the Machine more. Rage ra- Rage for the Machine. Yeah, exactly. But one thing, maybe I'm stepping ahead here because. I I do believe that this AI stuff and this just this garbage top forty nonsense that it will force like an opportunity um, because it's going to force people to actually want to start playing music because the AI makes this music so there's no need for you to be a a, a beatboxer or, or some DJ spinning some knobs like the AI is better at that than you oh oh absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so you're gonna have to actually pick up an instrument if you want to play music. Who would have thought, AC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, so, that, 
Yeah. I don't know if that's necessarily true though. That's going to make people want to play music because I think there's a very, um, good argument made for making people want to just learn the AI programs. Cause this is what I, this is how I see it. I don't think it's going to make people want to play music at all, but what it's going to do is it's going to eventually replace all this crappy pop. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that will be really left are the people that do play their own instruments and play a, a version of like genuine rock and roll. Yeah. That, that's rock and roll metal. Okay. Yeah. You just, yeah. You just need a little help every now and then. Yeah. There, yeah, there you go. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I got you. And you know what? I might as well just, just say this because recently this has been getting a little bit of news with, with Kirk Hammett actually saying in quotes, uh, I hate to say it, but non-musicians who are the majority of the listening world are not going to remember guitar solos. It doesn't matter how good or flashy a solo is. Most people are going to forget them anyway. And and there's a couple problems I have with this because first of all, Kirk Hammett's not a good, he's not a good guitar player <laughs> that, but like neither one of us and most people don't necessarily, uh, like we, we understand like Marty Friedman and Steve Vai are incredible Andy guitars, but yeah, but Andy isn't out there, uh, just soloing. Like That's we, true. We like the riffs. We, we, I forgot what episode we did that, but people pay attention to the riffs. That's yeah. why Megadeth is so popular and has made some of the best music. Same with King Diamond and Andy LaRock. You know, that they, it's for the, we listen for the riffs, not just these, yeah, the solos are great. It's the icing on top, but we're not, I'm not trying to listen to some guy just do scales because. Like, <laughs> I, I don't care about that. I, I need that, that for lack of a better term, that groove or whatever you want to call it, that, that just like gets you interested, you know, that hook, like that, a good riff, man, that, that gets you going. Not, it's not about the solo. So I think Kirk's wrong on that. And, and I mean, I don't like listening to his solos anyway. So, I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, yeah. But yeah, I, I thought that kind of plays in nicely because this. Well, it, it's a dumb thing to say. It's like, like you <laughs> might, you, you might as well say like, as a drummer, like no one's going to remember the fills. Well, yeah, well here, yeah, here's the thing. Uh, people do remember the guitar solos. They do. And now they may not remember every note. But they they absolutely remember that these these things are a thing. Yeah, and sleepless nights, Andy LaRock, like that. <laughs> probably my favorite solo. I even told him off air, you know, before we had even met with them, that I'm like, hey, like when I show someone like a guitar solo, I show them that song, Sleepless Night. Listen to Sleepless Nights. Or how about how about the solo in Seventh Son of a Seventh Son? Oh yeah. The solo and over Great the wall. Album. Over the wall. Yeah. Yeah, there there there's a there's a lot of stuff out there. And uh a lot of these people they they don't understand that um saying something that sounds smart 
isn't that interesting. Because like, yeah, Kurt, how many people listen to Metallica that don't know anything about guitar? It's, it's probably a lot. So <laughs> the, that's, that's just a part of the song though. Like there's, there's, it's, it all ties together. Like there's this part, this part, this yeah. part. Well, no one's going to remember the bass. Like what, like what, what do you, what do you want to get at? Yeah, like I, I, it, it's, it's a dumb thing to say. Cause it's, it's technically correct, but it's not about the solo in a vacuum. It's right. about the solo being you know, the, 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 sum of its parts. Yeah. See that, that's what it's, what it's really all about. And, and yeah, maybe, okay. Uh, do you remember the solo in, uh, Loa house? Negative. Do you remember the solo in, uh, 99 ways to die? Uh, I can only think of the opening riff. <laughs> okay. Can, can, can you remember the solo in, um, postmortem? Uh, no. <laughs> right. And yeah. And I could keep going. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but you, it doesn't matter. You like, you know, the songs and there are solos that stand out. Because certain things affect you in certain ways. So it's just, it's just a pointless thing to say to almost, almost sounds like he's trying to sound like it's okay that this is all going to be replaced. Mm -hmm. That's what he's trying to say. Yeah. Like, oh, no one's going to remember the guitar solos. So just buckle up and be ready for, for metal to just not exist because it isn't really existing in the mainstream but now we're going to have a bunch of AI that that's going to exist in the mainstream. That's, that's, that's not really a good thing. It, all it does is it just makes it easier for, uh, the, these record companies, which have dictated how th the music world is going to operate. So now instead of like, all right, we got to get a bunch of producers that know how to do this. We'll get, no, no, it's just like, Hey, uh, get, um, get a uh, Jimmy from uh programming and uh, we'll just, you know, we'll, we'll have a good time. We'll just have him make us uh, like 15 songs. We'll just render. And then we'll all uh, go get lunch. And then when we come back, we'll have a string of hits. You don't have to worry about anything. It's all, it's all going to be okay. So the, uh, and I, I think eventually people will say, like, I don't care about this crap anymore. I really don't. But the rock and roll will exist. You know, rock and roll will never die. No. Should I get back to this article? Yeah, yeah. That was my interjection. I know you wanted it. It sounded like you were you were hungry for an interjection. Hungry. Hungry right. for love. love. Of course, yeah. Fun song. Yeah, That's great song. Yeah. I can see the whites in your eyes. Bow, bow, bow. Do you remember the solo from that song? I know the one from, uh, shoot, what's the song called? You don't even know the song. I remember it. <laughs> you go remember back to the your... solo, not the song. Oh. Dang it. <laughs> you, can, you can go back to the article. 
All right. In the U.S. and most other countries, it isn't possible to copyright your voice or your particular musical sound or vibe, says Jonathan Coote, a London-based intellectual property attorney with global law firm Clifford Chance. <laughs> That's kind of funny. In 2015, the estate of singer Marvin Gaye famously won a $5.3 million judgment against singers Robin Thicke and Pharrell Williams. For blurred lines, right? There, yeah, smash hit blurred lines, which the gay estate said was based on gay's 1977. All, song. all right, all right, all right. You don't need to get homophobic, okay? It's the article for crying out loud. Okay, well, yeah. it's with an E. Okay, I'll take your night. Yeah, nice comeback. Yeah, <laughs> uh, at the time, legal scholars thought the case could establish a precedent that a quote, vibe, end quote, could indeed be protected, but subsequent rulings have severely limited the case's potential ramifications, Coote says. A song must include passages that are, quote, substantially similar, end quote, to an earlier song, which would likely mean that specific original portions, such as a melody, chord progression, or lyrics, were copied for, for a court to find it infringes copyright because of this singers and record labels will have to fall back on other strategies to combat deep fakes the deep fake in the u.s claims can be brought for violating a musician's or labels quote right of publicity end quote says mark lemley a professor specializing in science and technology law at stanford law school Another legal strategy may be to assert that simply training an AI model, a process that involves feeding an artist's entire song into software without permission, violates copyright. Tech companies that develop AI software have tried to assert that AI training should be afforded a, quote, fair use, end quote, defense from copyright claims. Now, the next section is AI's day in court. Dun, dun. Lemley is among bam, bam. those who <laughs> Lemley is among those who think the tech companies have a good argument. He notes that courts nearly a decade ago allowed Google to copy vast libraries of books without consent in order to make snippets of them available and searchable online. The key, Lemley says, is is that the copies were not themselves distributed. AI training, he said, is no different. Lemley thinks the courts may draw a line, though, at AI, at the AI models explicitly designed to ape a particular artist. Except in the case of parody, he does not think those should be protected. Uh, here he's quoted, If I train a model only on Taylor Swift songs, end quote, Lemley says the law, quote, will end, uh, will find that problematic, end quote. Uh, others see the fair use argument as fundament fundamentally flawed. David Newhoff, a copyright advocate and writer in Washington, D.C., argues that the entire purpose of fair use is to promote new authorship and authorship, by definition in the U.S., applies only to works created by humans. It would stretch far... It would stretch fair 
use beyond the breaking point to extend it to AI training. He says the courts will soon get a chance to decide. Uh, photo agency Getty Images has sued Stability AI, one of the creators of a popular, popular open source tool that turns text into images for alleged copyright violations in its use of Getty's photos for training. There's also a, a class action lawsuit by a group of artists against Stability AI. Uh, those cases are likely to hinge on the issue of fair use. Turkowitz argues that human values and ethics, not legal technicalities, should guide policymakers. This cardinal principle, he says, uh, should be artist consent. And here's a quote. What kind of world are we creating if everything our new reality is generated through the non-consenting use of materials? Is that, uh, is that the world we want to live in? Quote, he says. The singer Grimes recently gave her consent to everyone. Quote, I'll split 50% royalties on any successful AI-generated song that uses my voice. End quote. She tweeted in late April after the deep, uh, after the fake Drake and Weekend song went viral. Uh, end quote. Or uh, here, start the quote. Feel free to use my voice without penalty. End quote. Uh, it's in, unclear how Grimes could enforce that open offer from a technical standpoint, but her approach hints at how the music world's biggest pop idols may be thinking about turning deepfakes to their advantage. Uh, these stars could even develop their own AI imitation models and license them to make extra revenue, all without the inconvenience of having to spend time in a recording studio. I do think it's funny that she's like <laughs> desperately saying like, all, 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 yeah, I'll, I'll split the royalties. Yeah, no, like, I, I know I'm replaceable, but oh, please. Uh, yeah. Uh, the power dynamic shifts through. Oh, no. The power dynamic shifts, though, for up and coming performers. Here, the record labels might ask, as a condition of any record deal, that musicians consent to having their voice and music used to train AI models. Similar concerns about Hollywood studios turning to AI are a major sticking point in the Writers Guild of America strike, in which TV and movie script, uh, TV and movie screenwriters walked off the job in May, and put many productions on pause. The dispute had yet to be resolved by press time. And I got one last little section. Bear with me, people. Copyrights limits. The only drawback for rights holders training their own AI models is that AI-generated music isn't itself copyrightable. In general, only the work of humans or groups of humans, such Huma. as corporations, such as corporations, can be copyrighted. So anyone could copy an AI song and distribute it without having to pay for the rights. So yeah. sorry. Yeah. Sorry, so <laughs> that that's the see that's the most notable thing is all these AI things are is something that sounds like someone mm -hmm. it's it's not like AI make me a grime song and it it's just it's it's just a song now it is grimes and blah blah blah. It's not like 
some kind of sci-fi device that's that's <laughs> yeah. going to 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 make this. It just makes something that sounds like because you and I we could listen to thousands of hours of all these pop artists, and then we can just say like, hey, let's let's make a song that sounds like a grime song. And what if we just searched high and low, and we found someone that sounded like Grimes? And, and then we just, we just said, Hey, let's, uh, let's, let's just, um, let's make this person sing the song. Can Grimes copyright it? Can she do that? Can she say, Hey, that sounds like me. Yeah, but it's not you. It sounds like you, but Grimes, who else do you sound like? You sound like everybody. Yeah, I uh, actually listened to that uh, weekend Drake song uh, oh, this morning. Would you like and it? It is, it is absolutely awful. Oh, oh <laughs> I mean, tough break. Like, <laughs> and it, it, it sounded like each of them. But if I just heard it, and, I, and you didn't give me any reference, I would, I would be like, oh, I, I guess it sounds like a like a top. 40 artist and then you're like oh it's it's drake and the weekend i'm like oh that's it kind of sounds like them (laughs) um but yeah it it is it is like it's so so bad it's yeah but but it makes sense that people would have like tried to get it submitted to for a grammy Why, well, why not? It's 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 indistinguishable from from modern stuff because yeah, going exactly. going going back to that that AI Nirvana song that we heard, it sounded like oh, Nirvana. Yeah. yeah, like I I couldn't tell much of a difference between that and anything that Kurt Cobain had written. Oh, so oh they can do oh so they can ai make a, a like a metal song well no no dj right. did specifically say like they could replace the the new metal mm-hmm. uh yeah nirvana is not complicated music no it it is like as as simple as it gets like kurt cobain was not a good guitar player but dave Grohl was a good drummer shut up <laughs> Who Man, cares? <laughs> yeah. Kurt Cobain, all, all of Nirvana is extremely subversive. Oh yeah. All of, all of the songs were power chords mm-hmm. and all the, the, the lyrics were nonsense going back to smells like teen spirit. Kurt Cobain thought that was something extremely profound, but it was a type of deodorant. Like Kurt, you smell like cheap deodorant. I think it was and women's deodorant. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was. I, 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 I'm not sure. <laughs> it, it's very, very possible. But he thought that that was like, wow. I was making fun of him. <laughs> yeah, like Kurt. That's and and then that became the anthem for yeah. for these. Uh, nineties. Dis dis. Uh, what 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 do you call it? Um, disinherited, disenfranchised, disenfranchised, yeah, disenfranchised, disenfranchised yeah. youths. Mm-hmm. It oh. it's th- right, this back. 
Well, my, my point is that oh, yeah, you yeah. can have AI make really simple music because this music that's coming out now, this pop music, it's all extremely simple. Oh, incredibly. Yeah, so, of, of course. Yeah, it, so... It naturally get replaced by AI because it's, it's not... Uh, it has no um, differentiating factor. <laughs> like it is yeah. nothing, it's not competitive. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. So back to the article. Coot, the copyright attorney says musicians and composers may be able to win some legal protection by reworking music that is initially created by AI software. Absent favorable rulings in court musicians may have to lean even more heavily into live performance performances for revenue because of relatively paltry payments from music streaming services that's actually something we should talk about in a future episode is, yeah uh, i agree the stream yeah uh they've already had to depend more in recent years on concerts for their livelihoods and reputations after all, it's harder to fake it on stage. Well, I asked Motley Crue. Fake it on stage ah. in front of an arena full of adoring fans. And invariably, those fans want to go home with ticket stubs and concert t-shirts to prove they were really there. Did you see that <laughs> Motley Crue had to cancel their uh, New Year's Eve concert because no one wants to go? <laughs> That's amazing. Did you see that? I didn't see I that. that. Yeah, no, it was a big, big thing, I guess, this week. Um, and then more. Um, well, I want, I want, I want, yeah, yeah. I want to stay on that real quick, though. Yeah, yeah. So they, yeah, they want, they wanted, or they had to cancel it because it came out that they're not playing. That's not yeah. them. So, um, we'll, we'll let's skip ahead to the Kiss is doing like AI shows yeah, in the future. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the thing I will say about the thing specifically, like if, if uh, kiss, they are scumbags. Gene Simmons <laughs> is a scumbag. Paul Stanley has been singing to a tape for, for years. But the, the point is if you were to put out some kind of, let, let's say, um, Oh, I don't know. Let, let, like some kind of tour, for some some club is like gonna be playing like uh like the Beatles, like a AI Beatles are playing, and it's it's like you know twenty dollars or something, like and you you just go like one night only like uh, the or something like that like the the Beatles live in in concert like but it's not actually them it's like, you know wink wink the the Beatles. Like I'm not opposed to something like that because it, it's it's less of a live concert and it's more just kind of a a fun event that we could all go to and just have have a good time in the evening. But these bands are, are charging basically like a thousand dollars to to play a like a track from a CD. So I wouldn't have a problem with these older acts just kind of doing this. Like, you know, it's like, I'm old. I can't, I can't play like I could in my twenties, but they're just putting these things out and like they're licensing these events. Like they're still doing the big fire, the big production and all that stuff, but they're not playing. So they're, you know, they're not charging top dollar. 
Because that's what you're paying for. You're paying for that artist. You're, you're in the same room with them and then they're putting on the show. But they're not doing that anymore. They're pretending that they are. Yeah. And people are not going to pay $1,000 to watch Motley Crue not play. Like I can no. do that for free. I do it. In fact, every day of my life for free, I, I don't <laughs> watch Motley Crue play instruments. And, and yeah, so what I was going to add to that was, um, right after I noticed, um, that Motley Crue canceled their, their new year's Eve party or whatever, because of poor ticket sales, more, um, pictures were coming out or video was coming out of Nikki six with his hands up and the bass still playing. And this is what I saw. I think today, Bob rock is supposed to be playing bass <laughs> for Motley Crue or like on their next album or some crap like that. <laughs> that is amazing. I thought that was great. <laughs> that is really, really yeah. funny. Isn't that great? <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. The, the crew. So it's interesting about the whole, maybe this is a separate topic, but the whole, like Mick Mars is coming out with an album this year. Yeah, he just I mean, put I'm, something, he just put a video out uh, uh, like less than two weeks ago. It's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. Mick Mars was just kind of out there like, no, these guys are trash. Like he had been saying always, it for a while. Yeah. He's always been the only one with any any talent in that band. Well, you know, I'll say this. Tom, Tommy Lee is is an okay drummer. But the their whole sound is it's one hundred percent attributed to to Mick Mars. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, he 100%. and but he's like the only one with any like integrity because <laughs> he he had really been saying it for a while that kind of like yeah they're not even playing anymore like things aren't what you think they are and then finally he came out and he's like yeah these guys are fake and all that stuff and they're like ah <laughs> we'll show you Mick doesn't know what he's talking about we'll replace him and then they just get savaged. Cause it's, again, yeah. it's not, it's not the eighties anymore. Like we have a, everybody has a video yeah, camera. Phones, yeah. Yeah. Catch you dummies. Yeah. We, we'll, Canyon people got away with it. They had no phones or anything. Like. Yeah. You didn't have a billion people just, just saying, uh, yeah, here, here's what actually happened. You, every, Cause everything gets, yeah. Everything gets leaked now. Like everything, everything oh, in the yeah. world is leaked Even and the spoiled. Supreme Court, like uh... <laughs> the short list. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, the, the their, their rulings. Yeah, gets leaked like a week yeah. before the decision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, everything gets leaked. Uh, it's funny that you did bring up Kiss. Uh, we we're bringing up. Uh, motley crew because another thing they have done for the last what 15 years or so is like oh last uh last hurrah last tour yep <laughs> farewell tour annual farewell to, tour to, to us not playing music <laughs> you suck i'm glad i've never seen either of those bands live like i, I you know Oh, yeah. they do the, the titty cam. Oh, they got the girls. <laughs> Wonderful. So, so stupid. Yeah. So yeah. stupid. What a stupid people. Yes. You need to make yeah. one of them more. Yeah. 
well, you know, the, podcast the, the, <laughs> the, 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 inter, the internet has, has, you know what? The, the internet has been pre- pretty good on, on Motley Crue, like just kind of exposing how much of frauds they are. It took until now, like, well, that's because they just years. got, they just got caught. There, there, no, don't, uh, there's been plenty of people speaking ill of Motley Crue, but a lot of things got comebacks that didn't deserve it. And a lot of things that did deserve it did. Like there was a, a show that I was watching where someone was talking, I can't remember what they were talking about, but they said no one's career ends anymore. Mm. And I, I think that's, that's largely true. Like yeah, no, was- no one's career really ends anymore. Cause everyone, everyone is constantly resurrected. Yeah. Everyone likes, um, uh, a second chance story. And, yeah. And I think, and a third and a fourth and a fifth, seventh, eighth, 12th chance. Like everyone's getting all these chances. Like no one goes away. And the reason no one goes away is essentially just because they, you have like 12 people doing everything. Yeah. Like that, that's marketing, right? Yeah. Yeah. You just have the, the same 12 people. And right now, uh, no, nobody is, well, no, no one's going away because if one person goes away, 10% of the industry is gone. <laughs> yeah. And there might actually be some accountability. Yeah. Uh, it one might. Person goes away. <laughs> yeah. Though, uh, they can't, the, the, the system needs everything to exist. Like there, nothing can go away. Like it all has to stay. So, uh, let's, um, Let's, 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 let's start wrapping this up. Yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. So, you know, as we mentioned before, we do have a Patreon and we are, we are, you know, it's, it's better than OnlyFans, all right? We're not going to yeah. show our stuff, but you know what? You know, we, we're dedicated to this and that, that helps us to give you guys more not only content, but we want to start even like, you know, send us stuff you want reviewed. Like we could do that. We could help the community in general, like not just the music community, but we want to get out there. And it all starts, you know, we've been doing this like a weekly. We want to add the second episode a week and we want to shoot. Let's let's do this every day. Why not? Yeah. Heck yeah. (laughs) We'll do yeah, it live. Our guests, our, you know, do it live. Our guests have been piling up. You no, know, we're booked out. You know, uh, pretty much all of January already. Uh, you know, we we wanna we wanna start adding team members, possibly you. So, you know what? Let, let's let's get this going. Don't keep us a secret. And you know, go check out our Patreon. Go go there right now. Just just. As you hear me talk, just start typing in the buttons, the patreon.com forward slash the metal podcast. And, and you know what? We're going to give you more tiers, more options, more blogs, uh, newsletters. We're, we're going to start really jacking that up. 
and it's going to be a great time. So with that, guys, appreciate that. Have a Merry Christmas. Have a fantastic New Year if we don't talk to you before then. And for us with the Metal Podcast, stay safe out there.